Um, do you want to just go straight into it? Oh my god, that's <laughs> usually the plan. <laughs> no? Well, no, not really. I don't think we've ever gone straight into it. Oh, I mean... There's always a point. cold open of sorts. When we're still this trying to pull our shit together. This is a it's freezing now. open. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Welcome to, to all the rom-coms I've seen before. This is a romantic comedy podcast with... Francesca Giorgio. Me, Hannah Thomas. And me! Yeah, <laughs> I'm here! Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> we can't <laughs> use that <laughs> <intro>. Why? <laughs> no, that was really good. What's wrong with that? It's me, I'm here, surprise. Yeah, yeah it's me. Yes. I'm going to reiterate. For women to introduce. Okay, uh, go ahead. No, we can just say <laughs> Part of the reason I wanted to do that is because I wanted to just like choose some ridiculous music to put during the introduction of your existence on okay. this podcast. What would be my song? I don't know, I haven't chosen it yet. You're telling me this as if I'm supposed to do something. This is a <laughs> okay. It's fine. You may know her as Wait, we're just continuing. <laughs> <laughs> is this all gonna be in it <laughs> we don't know oh my god it depends god. what the editor decides to do okay um, so you <laughs> you may know her as it's jessico on yeah. various platforms yeah. you may know her as my friend that's it i think that's all she's known for yeah i don't do things okay well that's done wow great introduction i feel very welcome <laughs> to it thank you so much my grandfather's here Hey, how was the sickie? Huh? I brought you a special present. It was the book my father used to read to me when I was sick, and I used to read it to your father. And today, I'm going to read it to you. So, Jessica's going to help us critically and comically assess a rom-com this week. What are we reviewing this week? This week, we are reviewing Princess Bride. The The Princess Bride. (laughs) It was a time when life didn't seem so complicated. Marriage is what brings us together. I will always come for you. But how can you be sure? This is true love. Oh, no. Is this a kissing book? No. Actually, there was a lot of treachery. So the Netflix synopsis for this film. This cult classic comedy romance. So... Interesting swap of phrases. Mm -hmm. Uh, Follows a peasant farmhand as he battles bumbling outlaws and an evil prince to win the hand of his one true love. Which I think is quite good. He's known as a farm boy for about 30 seconds and then he dies. (laughs) (laughs) Let's recap. I had never watched the film before until Mm -hmm. this week. Hannah, it's one of your faves. It is, yes. Yeah, Um, and you've seen it many a time a lot of times yeah and um, jess hasn't watched it in about three 15 Fif- i'd years. say approximately <laughs> three 15 years <laughs> three to 15 years <laughs> give or take somewhere in between <laughs> somewhere in between there but i loved it as a kid i thought it was really cool and fun mm-hmm. it was I don't, I don't know if i'd say it was one of my favorites as a kid but um i did you both it. really wanted us to do this though yeah yes yeah do you want to go into opening credits of course. Where we discuss our general thoughts about the film. So, this is something I would have totally dug as a kid. I kind of wish I watched it when I was younger instead. Mm-hmm. And part of me wishes I... Because the more I was getting into the film, I was like, this is completely a comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's a very charming comedy too. And I was quite surprised at how funny I found it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I part of me wishes I didn't watch it in this uh, context of watching it for a romantic pod- a comedy podcast because then I had to like solely see it as this romantic thing and I was like I'm not 
I'm not sensing that too much. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. come naturally, I think. In order to watch it as a rom-com, you really have to focus on yeah. the aspects yeah. of the romance and I how that drives the I had to kind of be plot. on edge when yeah. it, it really yeah. was something I wanted to relax into and just enjoy. So I think it probably was to the detriment of my first viewing. Also, same, just in that, because I knew that I liked it, yeah. and I, I had seen it before, and then watching it with you, Fran, for the first time, I was like... <laughs> I hope she likes this. <laughs> but then looking at it from a rom-com view, I'm like, she's not going to like yes. this. <laughs> we have a whole list of rom-coms that we're going to go through. Mm-hmm. Hannah is the author of said list. Listen. So Hannah, <laughs> I know, I'm genuinely curious, actually, like because you've watched it like semi-recently. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very curious why you thought it was a rom-com in... Because I know the description called it like a... A rom- uh, yeah, romantic comedy fantasy adventure. Cult. Cult. See, I cult. thought it called it yeah. comedy romance. I thought the description. That was the it. Netflix description. Oh, okay. Wikipedia calls it a romantic comedy fantasy adventure mm. film. I would just yeah. such a mouthful. rate those words differently. It's, I'd say a fantasy comedy period. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think the romance ranks very low yeah. on it's the not, list of it's descriptors. It's not of, of equal measure. No, right. it's not. Even yeah. though it drives the plot, it doesn't... There's not a lot of what you would call classic romantic comedy tropes or moments. Yeah. Particularly, like, you don't get to know anything really about Buttercup as a character. Yeah, and yeah. there's not a lot of big romantic moments between them. Which we'll totally go into. Yeah. Like, I, I think we found it interesting how this could be seen as a romantic comedy to some because it does have the elements of comedy, the mm-hmm. elements of romance, but for some reason that's not fully in tune with the genre from mm-hmm. like an analytical standpoint. Yeah, why, 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 did, why did you feel as though it was at some point? Was it just because of like how um, it's been put out there commercially? I'm not sure. I think it's a lot to do with how I experienced it as a child. So mm, I've got, like, history with this film. So I saw this film when I was very, very young. Mm-hmm. And I was very taken with Wesley as a character and, like, Wesley and Buttercup together and their, like, yeah. dynamic. Mm-hmm. And that was all I remembered from the film was, the like, the word Buttercup and the fact that she was a princess, and I remembered him. And so I thought, in my head, I think I built it up to be, like, some sort of romantic fantasy. Right. And then I th- I didn't watch it for, like, ten years, mm. because I couldn't find it anywhere. I didn't know what the Buttercup film was. <laughs> I know, I know. Why I know. didn't you just ask your parents? Because I thought I'd made it up in my head. <laughs> oh, my God. She invented princess play. <laughs> I didn't remember wow. anything about it apart That's from... That's an ego. Oh, I know. No, 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 no. Written oh, no. by. <laughs> I couldn't remember how good the film was as a package. All I remembered was, like, Buttercup, and I remembered mm. his face. And then I think I watched it on, like, a rerun on Channel 4. It just came on. And it got to the bit um, where he said, you know, I'll, I'll always come for you. And I was like, oh, oh, God. <laughs> It's Is this it, film it's that real. I thought I'd made up in my head, honestly. Oh, that's what <laughs> How old were you when you discovered that you did not write The Princess Bride? <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a question. I think probably about 17. Wow. That's late in the game. I know. Wow. Oh my gosh. Okay, so you watched it when you were seven. Yeah. Then you believed you made it up for about 10 years. Yes. What a boost of that's ego. That's an anecdote. That's incredible well, no actually what a slam to your ego when you figure out like this film yeah. Yeah. you were probably going to write it down in a year or so after that yeah and you got <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like you know what I've had this idea for a bit I don't know whether I thought it was any good 
Because <laughs> I couldn't remember any of the key concepts. I could just remember Buttercup. I thought, that's not anything. Was what was in your head better than what the film actually was? No. Okay. <laughs> just checking. Because I wasn't remembering a complete film. Because maybe we could just quote-unquote take an influence from it and you could still write that film. Yeah. <laughs> so it was in my head like some sort of romantic fantasy and then I rediscovered it again and I was like, this is not... This is not what I remember, but it yeah. is the film that I've been looking for for 10 years. I don't know. I just always focused on the romantic aspect when I was watching it. If I were to watch it from a young age, I probably would have thought the romance was more prevalent than it actually yeah. was. Because yeah. it's that whole thing of like going into a film with your own context and experience. Mm. So I feel like because romance like is shoved in our faces so much, mm. yeah. even like when people... Like, you know, like, when there's pictures of, like, little kids kind of, like, hugging or something and mm. someone's like, they're in love! Oh, my Trash. God, they're getting married! It's so Leave kids gross. alone. Like, uh, and it's usually the same people who, like, if it's um, a young kid who says they're gay, they're like, oh, don't sexualise our kids! And oh, no. it's like... And it's like... <laughs> Alright. Yeah, so, you know, romance is kind of, like, highly hyped in mm-hmm. our culture. So I feel like... Even from a young age, I would have, like, attached that kind of feeling or vibe to it yeah, more definitely. strongly than the film even wrote in. Yes. Yeah. So maybe something like that. Yeah, and I like rom-coms that are, that are actually genuinely funny, because mm. that's depressingly rare, I think. So I just thought it was more comedy than romance, but could still be made as a case for a romantic comedy yeah, yeah. i mean someone said it already but the rom- the romance jesus does <laughs> drive the plot like that's what everyone's motivation is yeah is like the true love yeah you know yeah there's the b story with enigo montoya looking for mm. vengeance for the person that killed his father but the main like driving plot for everything the reason why wesley comes back in the first place is because he because of Buttercup and because of love. Do we feel like that's more used as a narrative tool to tell um, a story of adventure and conquering and stuff? Now because, I do, yeah. I would say so, Because I feel so, like yeah. the, the, the subplot between the guy who is seeking vengeance mm-hmm. is probably more prevalent. And it, it, it then feels more like a underdog story than a romance film in yeah. some ways mm-hmm. i don't know it, it's weird to call the romance a story because it doesn't feel like all the um story beats are there or like mm. the romantic part of it or it feels like they're there but like not as thoughtfully mm-hmm. also you pointed out when we were watching it like they buttercup and uh wesley interact maybe like three times yeah. like they don't really <laughs> everyone yeah. else interacts with you like i was saying inigo and fezzik have a better uh, yeah. romance i mean it's not even a romance they have a better relationship yeah oh, yeah totally. than, um than buttercup and wesley i think this is part of why it would be hard to consider it a romantic comedy and i think like going forward we would approach a lot of films with this same kind of filter that if the comedy and romance doesn't meet mm then how could it be considered that way? Buttercup doesn't really make a joke throughout the whole thing. No, it's you not know? She's um, so flat. Yeah. <laughs> like, this whole time. They have an interaction when they're in that, like, weird cave thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, he's somewhat funny in it, quote-unquote. He says something to her um, after they fall in, like, the sand pit and he, he rescues her out. Um, he says something like, oh, after you so cleverly uh, found that sand pit. I mean... What are the three terrors of the fire swamp? One, the flame spurt. No problem. There's a popping sound preceding each, we can avoid that. Two, the lightning sand. 
But you were clever enough to discover what that looks like, so in the future we can avoid that too. It just sounded like more patronizing than he's, funny. He's and, rude to her. Yeah, yeah. And, and she she didn't really play off of that, so it was just like, yeah, I don't know. Mm. It didn't feel like a romantic story with comedy elements. It felt like both of those things were just existing in this world, yeah. and the romance like less so, honestly. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe that's the key difference of why I wouldn't describe it as a romantic comedy because those elements didn't meet Mm. and it feels like they need to meet and almost be in equal measure like utilised throughout, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, I do agree. (laughs) And now we know. Yeah. (laughs) After we've all watched the film. (laughs) But I don't regret watching it. It's a good, it's it's a solid, okay, let's bear in mind the time it was made also. Mm -hmm. 87? It's a solid story. It's a funny film. For the time. And it's based it it holds up for the most It's a lot part. of funny men. Parts of it. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. A lot of funny yeah. white men. Oh, <laughs> yeah. God. We're not going to touch on that. There's nothing else to say. <laughs> Look, I, I don't know. I may touch on some more bits during the closing credits section, potentially. Yeah. I did find it strange that she didn't have more comedic... She didn't have any comedy to her. She barely had emotionality. It's, yeah. It's so like, bizarre. The fact that her story went from being posh-ish person to yeah. then someone who fell in love with someone in a way that I I don't know how that happened. <laughs> That's another reason why I think it skips over being a romantic comedy or could be classed as one because you don't see them falling in love. Like, it happens mm. literally in 20 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, well, then he quote-unquote dies. Yeah. Um, and then we're given the impression that she becomes a hard ass for like those five years mm. mm-hmm. but we're not really shown it like she goes riding herself and she seems to have a bit more of an attitude mm. but she is being forced to marry someone so mm-hmm. i think fair enough that could have nothing to do with yeah um like your true love quote-unquote dying yeah but the yeah. only time we learn something about her is when people are assuming things and she has to mm-hmm. be like no like when wesley says to her oh you know you moved on so quickly after you know not i died but after your love died you you got engaged to this prince so quickly and she's like no you know i felt like i died that day as well and you know i've loved very deeply so we we only sort of learn things about her after people just assume and she has to be like no this is how i am it is that or the narrator saying like oh she couldn't eat and sleep and yeah you know, devastating. <laughs> she realised that when she was bossing him around, she really, like, <laughs> was quite into it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's very weird. Like, I don't really know anything about her personality. Because no. it seemed like her personality um, just accommodated to whatever the plot wanted it to be. Yeah. It didn't feel like yeah. it was going alongside it. It just felt like she was fitting that. Yeah, very strange. And considering those are two of the romantic leads and one of them was, like, to me, rude. Yeah. And to everyone. Like, yeah. Weird. <laughs> Um, and then she was like kind of personality less Mm. yeah I'm just like I didn't root for you guys that's not really why I was into the film no I I think for it uh, for Inigo get that revenge definitely at first I thought he was gonna get with Buttercup you know, you did think that. Yeah, that was the gift I made. Yes, yeah, she paused yeah, the during, film during and was the like, ship bit? "Yeah, she paused the film and was like, okay. okay, I have a prediction. <laughs> she's gonna get with Inigo, and then oh, I, don't oh, I was, I was kind of like, oh, she's gonna feel a bit bad about it because you know she would have to move yeah. on from her true love. And I was like, mm, he's gone. okay." <laughs> 
and then Wesley showed up in his mask, and she's gonna, she was like, oh, he, because when he raised his hand to her, Fred was like, there's no way that's Wesley. Yeah, <laughs> at first, she I know. guessed it was Wesley. And, and then, then, yeah, he, then he, he raised his like hand. like a jerk, and I was like, nah. And she's like, oh, okay, well, no, never mind. And then her guess was, oh, well, she's going to fall in love with this masked guy, and same thing, that she's going to feel bad because mm. Wesley died, but she's wrong on both accounts yeah. in the worst ways. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been a more interesting story if her and you know, quote-unquote, the man in black had fallen in love and she thought and it was, like, a separate yeah, thing. Yeah, that That's was the thing, I too. Thought she thought that, that she's, like, he's she's going to reveal... Or he's going to reveal that he's Wesley and it's going to be, like, five minutes left. And I was like, Haha, they're about to reveal it in, like, three seconds. And it's been, like, 20 minutes of this film. Yeah. I think, overall... We all thought it was going to be a rom-com, yeah. and it wasn't. Yeah. Those are the overall opening thoughts. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that I've never watched it and critically thought about yeah. what I would class it as because mm. I've never had to before. Yeah. It is interesting. <laughs> I watched it, I was like, like shit. Yeah. Now the podcast is gaining more of an audience. We often get suggestions of, mm. oh, do this film, and yeah. it's like, is that a rom-com? Yeah. People are just suggesting their favorite films and being like, please yeah. talk about it. And including I, I me kind of get it. like if it has a romantic subplot in it you you kind of think oh but it's a comedy and it has romance in it therefore yeah. it's a rom-com and it's like no. but they're not in equal measure like because mm-hmm. rom-com can be like hyphenated or like the word can be merged together you can do that if it's Port, portmanteau you know? portmanteau mm-hmm. portmanteau portmanteau yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's a word that's yeah. mashed together yeah. i was an english major right brangelina um, <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. And there we go. The most important one. The yeah. academic example. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's it's kind of um, it was a funky choice, but I think it it helps us kind of understand why we select certain films. All right. The next section is is the meet cute where we discuss the characters meeting for the first time. We don't see it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we see them meeting for the second time. Yeah, I wrote down too because so. okay, so the first time. <laughs> Hannah's face is like, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, again, I watched this having already seen it with Mm -hmm. Fran watching for the first time, and I'm here hoping she's going to love it. (laughs) So I wrote down the first time that they met, eh. Literally just E-H, eh. Because, like, we didn't really see it. Yeah. We're just kind of told um, that they were in love with each other. Yeah. Um, We're told what their chemistry is. Um... So then I was like, okay, that's the first time. The second time I remember being cute because he says, as you wish, and he falls down a hill. But then I was like, "Mm, no, he almost hit her. Yeah. So it's not as cute as we all remember. It definitely cancels some stuff out that almost I did not remember that he did that at all. That is not in my memory whatsoever. Mm. You admit to me you do not love your fiancé. He knows I do not love him. I'm not capable of love is what you mean. I have loved more deeply than a killer like yourself could ever dream. That was a warning, Highness. The next time my hand flies on its own, for where I come from, there are penalties when a woman lies. He almost hit her. You yeah. kids get implanted with shit. Right? It's crazy. <laughs> and we <laughs> it just really, think it's like, okay. That genuinely makes no sense. Hannah, was that in your original film in your head? No. <laughs> <laughs> See, we should just make Hannah's <laughs> version. <laughs> That would have been better. I think so. That scene, that whole scene is so bizarre to me. Yeah. Because 
he is implying that she moved on from Wesley really quickly mm-hmm. and got engaged to Humperdinck. Then she corrects him and says, no, you know, I died that day that I thought that he died and I've loved more deeply than you will ever know. Mm-hmm. And that's her saying, you know, Wesley was her one true love and yeah. everything. And then he go, he like raises his hand to her. How does oh, that make any sense? It makes zero sense. And it's even worse because watching that, I was like, I know he's about to reveal himself as well. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's like, what what's is the his point? Yeah, there was no, and he says something along the lines of like, where I come from, women don't talk like that or something. But like, first off, you're from the same place. Yeah. Uh-huh. You lived at the same property for however long. That, you were neighbors. You were, like, it makes no sense. It's such a freaky choice. Yeah. And I was saying to Jess, like, I completely understand if at first he is pissed and he like wants to um, discuss his annoyance at yeah. the situation that she's in yeah. and question her faithfulness, even though it's like, it's been five, five years. years. Also, let's point out that they're in, I mean, it's a fantasy world, but they're in medieval times. So, like, don't they get engaged and married in, like, the same Immediately, hour? Like, yeah. there's no, yeah. why would he think that, oh, she just moved on when yeah. you've been gone for five years? Yeah. And also, yeah. she thinks you're dead. What do you want her to do? It's just so weird. And she even, like, makes points, like, saying, no, that's not what happened. And she says it at least Well, twice. he implies that this... she didn't grieve. It's like, how do you know? Yeah. She's engaged to someone five years later. How yeah. do you know what happened in between? <laughs> Yeah, I think getting a bit pissy could be justified and then it could make us as an audience go, oh, why is he getting so mad for this person that yeah. he apparently killed? I think it's I think okay to be, be annoyed and sad. Yeah. yeah. Like, after you've checked the facts. Right. <laughs> but then for her to be like, no, I loved this person. Yeah, okay, and I still love you, him, clearly. Yeah, and lot, then, no, I'm going to smack you. Yeah. I'm going to backhand you because you said this. It's wild. It's no, so strange. I a, well, I have a, a query to pose. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do you think that maybe his intent as a character <laughs> was to not reveal himself until the end, but then he fell down a hill? But why? I don't know. Because why else was he like, why? He, he told this whole story of like, oh, I'm the Dread Pirate Roberts. I killed your boy, blah, blah, blah. And then like two minutes later, he reveals himself. I don't know why he did any of that either. Like, I think he reveals yeah. himself because she says, you know, I don't love the prince. I, I loved him. And I, you know, I still, I still love Wesley. But then, I don't understand the whole raising his hand to her thing. It, just, it, it does <laughs> not fit. There's no justification for it. I because don't think. if it would, it would only make sense if after she said, you know, I've loved more deeply, then you'll know. It would only make sense then if he took his mask off and said, you know, I do know. Yeah. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> See, that would have like, been cuter. That would have yeah. been a much cuter reveal. Yeah. But then yeah. they did the falling down the hill for the comedy bit. Which well, it's because I think that's just like a okay. contrivance, just yeah. to have that. Yeah. that yeah. Bit. The, the roll-off is actually quite funny. Yeah, because she literally throws herself off of a yeah. yeah, <laughs> And they're just falling for like 30 seconds. <laughs> like, it's oh, great. Oh. Yeah. So I don't know how that could have been included without, like... Because it was just like, that was kind of her response to him being aggressive. Yeah. So I, I don't know how it could have been done otherwise, that rolling off the hill bit. It couldn't have been done, but that whole thing beforehand is, a, is to set up that like joke if you like like it doesn't make any narrative sense yeah it's only to well, set up him weird, rolling down the hill like saying as you wish sacrificing like this character's integrity and what the audience thinks of them for the sake of i mean a good joke but a yeah. joke <laughs> yeah 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 it maybe it's supposed to be that like to show how much he's changed and like how much being a pirate has changed him question mark because before he was just like a farm boy right mm. I mean that's how they literally described him in the synopsis mm. but like you know he wants to be a pirate he trained he learned fencing whatever 
Maybe he learned misogyny. <laughs> I don't know. Misogyny <laughs> one like, taking yeah. classes. Like, <laughs> man. Yeah, I don't know. So I think that's, that's there's however you spin it. There's yeah. no. There's I mean, no good way. that would be like an idea, but they don't build on that idea. Yeah, no, they, they don't stops, emphasize the it. The second he is revealed as Wesley, he immediately becomes like the suave like can do no wrong yeah. person again whereas for the first 20 minutes or I guess maybe yeah, 10 minutes he's still he kind of guy, rude it's negated what I said because we don't see what his personality was when he was the farm boy yeah all he, literally all he says is as you wish uh, but that I implies mean, that he's sort of subservient and will do anything true, for her very true so I suppose that makes the contrast between farm boy him and pirate him very like stark Different, yeah do you think it, it, it made people like young boys growing up watching this not like consciously this whole fault but like before he was like subservient and now he's the one taking control so it felt like a bit of a hero's tale mm. it's trying to paint him as the underdog yeah because it's just like oh look at him um being quote-unquote a real man now mm. whereas Gag. before he was very much like as you wish as you wish just when they're lying at the bottom of the hill and he's you know being all romantic again he's like i told you i'd always come for you if i was her i'd be like didn't you just try and hit me yeah right? exactly <laughs> And she just forgets about it. Yeah. And even like the second he falls down the hill and says, as you wish, she's like, oh, my Wesley. Like, yeah. You're such a. Like, <laughs> this is no so thoughts of like, oh, wow, this asshole who literally almost beat the shit out of me is oh, the guy I was God. in love with. Maybe I should not follow him down this hill. And Maybe also, I should think critically. Like, your one true love coming back from the dead, yeah. like, to all intents and purposes. That's a huge revelation. You yeah. have a fucking meltdown. She's just like, yeah. oh, my sweet Wesley. There's barely emotionality to yeah. her. Yeah. I don't she know gives a bit of attitude occasionally. I don't know whether that's the actress or the direction or a bit both. It's the woman from... No, um, I, I think it's Well, this writing. was one of her first things. Oh. Because remember when we were looking at the credits, you were like, why is she like not even in this like first <laughs> listing? Because it said like Anne Robin Wright. But it's the woman from... Um, oh, God. What's the, the show with... Um, they're like the president and the first lady, and they've done some like shady shit. Oh. House of Cards. House of Cards. Okay, it's I the like House of Cards. <laughs> yeah, she was good in that show. Yeah. which I stopped watching after Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Like, you know, she's she's good in that, and she's she was in uh, Forrest Gump. Yeah, she's hey. Forrest Gump. Yeah. Mm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, I I don't think it's her doing. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I think it is the writing. Like, just doesn't give her much to work with at all. No. Yeah. And then the direction probably didn't either. Yeah. Because how heartbroken and like emotional can you sound when you're just saying oh my sweet wesley right. like yeah <laughs> yeah there's just not a lot to work with plus their second meet so the scene beforehand uh she is blindfolded and um he has to murder like this last guy to get to her and save her wesley does yeah i mean the blindfold does not really take away from her hearing that much at all there's a, at all. At all. There's a very thin conversation between wesley and the guy he has to murder yeah Right in front of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She says nothing this entire time. <laughs> yeah. Pretend she's not there, yeah. basically. <laughs> she makes a comment about his eyes at some point while not understanding... Because the, the mask that Wesley wears... But it doesn't cover his eyes. It shows his eyes. Um, his bright blue eyes like the sea or whatever she yeah. said. Yeah, she's like, the sea after a storm. It's like, but you can't you can't recognise them when yeah. they're in front of you. <laughs> so how yeah. much do you love them? Yeah. That's the real question. Yeah, it's just like how... I don't yeah. know. I don't know why they like it's each other. It's very confusing. I don't know why. Well, that's because we're never told. And if it was the whole thing of him always going as you wish mm. and being subservient to her like that seems he's like less a- so now and now he's a bit more like bossy and uh asshole yeah, like, yeah so he's a different person so, yeah <laughs> so, so you're not in love with him anymore yeah. 
don't be turned on by the man who wanted to hit you. Oh my god. <laughs> you know? And that's, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I think the um as you wish routine, if that had been partnered with like just one small heartfelt conversation. Mm-hmm then I could probably have believed in their romance. This is what I need in a rom-com, is just, even if it's a small conversation that gives you, like, an inkling that they've got some common ground or some common interest or principle or just that little bit of, like, spark somewhere. That's what I need to be able to believe in the couple and in the relationship. And even then, I think I would have only believed in it because I am bearing in mind it's like medieval times obviously people rushed into marriage Mm. in my opinion rushed in do what you want (laughs) Um, we just weren't really shown all that much so I just think they shouldn't have he shouldn't have gone off to um save up for their wedding basically mm-hmm. I, I think he should have had to go off for external reasons outside of their romance and i don't think they should have been considering marriage i would have loved it if they um did the as you wish routine and then they had one more like special moment and seen together and they had their first kiss or something mm-hmm. and then he was called off to go somewhere and then he was dead like yeah. a war or something that would like have been so extra much because that that's being torn apart rather yeah. than rather than it being voluntary yeah like yeah. that's a little bit more something to root for yeah, yeah and it makes the romance like believable for the stage that it was mm-hmm. and it, it would even be even more impressive if it's like oh they just shared one night together and five years on she's still like clinging on to that yeah. and really remembering mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. i feel like they could have set that up really easily because the prince's whole gimmick was that he used Buttercup this entire time. Like, he didn't care about marrying her. He was planning on killing her from the beginning. Yeah. And the whole thing was to set up so he could go to war with that yeah. neighboring town. Yeah. So it literally could have been, they're at war with yeah. this neighboring town. Yeah. <laughs> Which would make that plot even more believable, I think, yeah. for the prince being the villain. Mm. See, we should just remake this film. That's what we're discovering, yeah. Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> Go with that. Yeah. And that could have been a comment on, like, love and war. And the the, the dichotomy of love and war. It would be weird to call this film a romance, especially because, you know, that's the whole, like, intent versus impact type thing. Mm -hmm. And as we've discussed, the impact of it is the romance is very much under the surface and it's kind of more as, like, a plot device rather Mm -hmm. than anything else. But it's just, like, even the intent, I don't believe that the writers really wanted to give us a romantic story. Like... Well, no, but then it's also framed as a story that's being told to a kid by his Mm, granddad, and the kid keeps saying, "Oh, don't make them kiss." Like, I don't, I don't want to know anything about like the romance. Like, he's into it by the end because Mm. he wants to like know how they get together at the end. But Mm. it's much more focused on the fantasy and adventure aspect, yeah, because it's like aware of itself as like a kid's story or something that should appeal to kids. I feel like there could have been like still um, enduring moments that didn't involve kissing and like just like smaller romantic moments Mm. that was still kind of like charming and funny and would be to a kid. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Um, I guess something like more Disney Mm film-esque potentially because the film is so well written and so charming. Mm. It's so... I feel like it's quite apparent that the writers didn't really care about making the romance charming mm-hmm. because we know they have the capability to because of how they shape the rest of the film to be yeah. that yeah. way, you know? Um, 
So it just feels like their intent and impact was to not really make a romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. So it's not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I agree. Hannah, you got any more to say on is mm. the meat cute? No, because I want to talk about it in the next segment. Uh, and what is the next segment? The next segment, nice. <laughs> <laughs> It's ridiculous where we talk about the chemistry between the two romantic leads mm-hmm. and how it made us feel. Yeah. It's problematic in the ways that we've discussed and there's not a lot of energy or meaningful interaction between them. But I do enjoy the scenes at the beginning with him as the farmhand mm-hmm. and her, not her bossing him about because, you know, that bit's like dealt with immediately. This is going to be me being basic, but he just looks so... <laughs> He's so beautiful. He doesn't have his weird moustache thing. He doesn't have the moustache, which ruins it a little bit for the rest of the film for me. It's It's like like a little little puby... Yeah, puby! (laughs) It is puby! I hate that that's such an accurate way to describe it. It's half puby, half biro. It's like... (laughs) Yeah, it's like my son's first moustache. It's like... Which it probably is. He didn't have it before. Because that's a choice to make it that way, you know? it's a statement. It was a fashion statement. How did he even trim it back in those times to be that short a and sword. weird? <laughs> Take a sword to your lip. It would be like a little like knife or a dagger or something and they just have to... Yeah, why yeah. make that effort to get something so ugly? <laughs> I really agree. <laughs> so in the scenes when he's still the farmhand, you know, he doesn't have the moustache. Right. <laughs> That's a side note. Um, but I just, I really enjoy their sort of like long lingering looks and the chemistry and the way that he says as you wish and there's like intense eye contact and I'm watching it like (laughs) (laughs) I found those to be the most enjoyable moments in terms of chemistry the rest of the film not so much because he's being so rude yeah and then I'm so I was so distracted on my most recent watch of the fact that he tried to hit her it sort of tainted the whole of the rest of the film I was like oh. why did you why have I you done get that? it though yeah that's it's fair. so bizarre yeah and I just think is there now like a predicate for that to maybe happen again in their relationship is he now yeah. someone who could be violent exactly because mm. there was no reason for him to do that quote unquote in character as the the pirate no, you know? yeah, no. there's no need no. within that conversation no that was that, I, th- I feel like that was a genuine rea- reaction from him yes because he's at that point transitioning between Dread Pirate Roberts and Wesley because he's asking mm. her about how she felt about Wesley yeah and so he's sort of slightly taking the mask off a bit because yeah. he's asking her about things that if he was just the Dread Pirate Roberts, he wouldn't be interested. Right. I feel like that's a genuine, re- like, violent reaction from him. And she, everything that she does is she just, like, goes, okay, or he's passive. coming for me, or I'm going to sit here and wait for yeah. Wesley. Like, I'll do whatever you want. Oh, my sweet Wesley, he's Which back. Again, yeah, like, <laughs> that passiveness is wild when they try and build it up of, oh, she used to be... I guess someone with a bit of power of her, a woman, was allowed <laughs> yeah. to boss a man a woman. around. Yeah. So she must have been in some sort of position of power. Mm. And then she lost her love and was sad and wallowing. And then, again, it was just, like, told to us that she... Like, just the way she was presented, it was like, oh, I guess she's meant to kind of seem tough now. Mm. But you falling in love um, and being more, like swept up by a, a simple farm boy mm. you know <laughs> like that that 
should be a whole character arc in itself. Yeah. Because, like, you're more grounded mm. if, if something like that happens. And then you lose someone. These are all things that are meant to make you feel, like, very visceral reactions you'd probably have to yes. such heartbreak or, like, realisations about the world. Yeah. Like, oh, I actually like this man. Mm. You Even know, when she finds out he's dead, she's like, I will never love again. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's so <laughs> auto <laughs> Siri will never love again. <laughs> we could call her Siri throughout all of this. Oh, I mean, what's yeah. her name? Siri or Buttercup? Uh, Why is she called Buttercup? That's not a real name. I don't know. She's sweet as a flower. Because she's not a real person. Yeah. Robot. <laughs> that was really the fantasy part of the film. Yeah. 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 But she's not real. Mm. <laughs> Beep boop. Uh. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I was just going to say that I. I enjoy chemistry that comes from like flirty banter and sort of slightly like teasing each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, it all comes from him being rude to her. It's not yeah. teasing. It's like him being rude and she doesn't give anything yeah. back. Yeah. So it's Again, not. It just seems patronizing. It yeah. seems more like I'm going to make jokes at you and I know you'll be a good audience yeah. for them. Yeah. <laughs> like, like in their interactions, he makes some decent jokes because I mean, it's written. Yeah. It is written very well. It's she not gives nothing banter. back. So if, yeah, if no, 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 no. Banter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's a Wow. So we think thin moustaches make people evil. Yeah. That's I mean, to be fair, they do. That, that's the yeah. theory. If you've got one, get a Shave right. it. Yeah. Guys, your evilness better, because we can see it right <laughs> we see now. Right through we you. see your evil right through the <laughs> right on your skin lips. through your thin, disgusting moustache. <laughs> wow. Yeah, in terms of their uh, chemistry, from the As You Wish routine that we're shown, I sort of just believe they're on the verge of having chemistry it's kind of it that feels more like oh hello that doesn't feel like oh my gosh hi i've known you all my life yeah Yeah. you're gonna continue with me forever yeah you know what would have been better actually they didn't commit either way to this but if they had done where he comes back he's a pirate right (laughs) he's angry whatever if it had been showing her falling in love with him again as this new Mm. person yeah that would have been so much better. Then they could have had that banter and I gone so. back and forth. Yeah, because it just doesn't make sense. Like, if he's been become a pirate... Right. That's what he does. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that's happened to him, and, and he's kind of, like, grown to be quite tough. Mm-hmm. Um, and through her heartbreak and having to, like, make it on her <gasps> own... You think that would make you kind of tough too, and again they try and give that impression, but it's like they didn't really fight the forces of evil together, which would have made sense if like that would have been so interesting. They've both been hardened by the world in different ways, and then they could have fallen in love as two new people, Mm -hmm. and then you reveal at the end that they are the two people from the start. Yeah, honestly, even if they had still revealed it in the beginning, and it was still just them like coming to appreciate each other as new people, yeah, great. Yeah, it's an adventure film, like discovering and rediscovering stuff is a whole part of that genre yeah. right so they yeah. could have done that within the romance and then comically done it too and, I think yeah. and then it probably would have counted as a romantic comedy honestly. yeah yeah i Agreed. think that's such an interesting question to ask like if two people are fundamentally changed by things can they still love each other again yeah. in the same way that they used yeah. to yeah again sure. it's, it's a thing of like you said they were both hardened by the world in different ways so we, surely they could then grow together yeah, yeah. so they the fact that they also, don't seem in sync is so yeah. wacky. They could have also played up to, she's a woman, just period. We're mm-hmm. not treated very nicely in society. Mm-hmm. He's a pirate, so it doesn't really follow the rules. The prince is the bad guy. Fight the patriarchy. Fight the yeah. government. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That could have been such a good, like, you know? That could have been such a good addition wow. to it. Yeah. Because they could have 
fought together against the prince instead of her just passively living in the prince's house and be like, yeah. I'm going to kill myself because this guy's not going to come right? save me. Yeah. yeah. Which I get her options were somewhat limited, but it's like, even if her um, practical options were somewhat limited because of the time and society she right. was in, her emotionality is not. Oh, no. for sure. Like, it, it's like when people write um, stuff from a different time period and they're like, oh, but that's just how it was back then uh, in terms of, like... <laughs> in that voice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Richard A. Like, Richard, Richard R. Waddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just was... A, okay. <laughs> but it's ridiculous, because it's just... that That's the reason people have the not showing, like, um, LGBT representation yeah. in, yeah. in dated stuff, and it's like, well, no, because... Non-white people. people. Yeah. They yeah. exist before the 80s. Yeah, yeah. it's like, they, they didn't exist and it's just like they had personalities and lives you guys just didn't care yeah see them yeah yeah so explore that now in this new time period yeah. when you have that opportunity and mm. with this it is just like yes practically she was limited but emotionally like her personality did not have to be especially because the film was made in what 1987 mm-hmm. yes yep so uh... she spends the entire film being transported to different places yeah, yeah. By men. <laughs> this is just siri getting an uber in medieval times <laughs> Okay, so I'm we remake wrong. the film that <laughs> Hannah had in her head, yeah. but we change it instead of medieval times, it's mm-hmm. like future times. Yes. Siri is a real person. It's Sophia <gasps> the robot. Mm. Oh. Traveling around. Men become machines that we call Ubers. Yeah. Oh. And she oh. rides them all. Oh. <laughs> be a better romance though that's the worst part there'd yeah. be more passion the wheels would be turning uh, in more ways than one stop it <laughs> incredible oh, I'm happy with that. wow i have some thoughts go on <laughs> who doesn't oh, yeah. <laughs> oh no continue okay so um they have a kiss at the end and the narrator says something oh. um, about it being yeah. rated one of the most passionate yeah. um of all time yeah since the invention of the kiss, there have been five kisses that were rated the most passionate, the most pure. This one left them all behind. It left them all behind. Yeah, no. it was literally. Like, there was a list of five, and this this blew one. Them all yeah, the yeah, 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 They were literally like, I don't know what the word is, like nibbling at <laughs> one another's mouths. I mean, they yeah. It was a very <laughs> very it. basic. There was no tongue. People don't like tongue. No. Jess doesn't. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> just but if you're ever going to kiss me in the future, just know. <laughs> this was like they were pretending to be fish. <laughs> they were fish trying to impersonate human beings kissing. Just that was it. That was fish it. Fish lives for a day. Because it wasn't so much... <laughs> Hannah's making it was a perfect impression. It was of literally <laughs> that that mouth movement yeah, yeah, that yeah. Hannah just made, and, and they tried to extend it for longer, which is why I think they were actually fish trying to impersonate oh, human beings. Like, they weren't trying don't to take be... the metaphor further than it has to go. No, I think they were really trying it's to have a go at it, kiss. which is why I've never done it before. Yeah. yeah, it was it was a lot. It was a um, lot to take it, and it was just ridiculous. It looked like they didn't have teeth. I just think, which we know they did. I just so, think if you're gonna lying. if you're gonna put so much impetus on the kiss, mm. it needs to like be filmed in a way that reflects that. Yeah, it was just such a basic ass kiss. I know I don't like kisses that are like. Like, no one really does, like, kisses that are noisy. But it doesn't... <gasps> I feel... 
<laughs> but I feel like that kiss would literally be like stop <laughs> it, would, it would barely be anything though like it wouldn't I'm in so much pain <laughs> it wouldn't make any noise and I'm like well you probably need a bit to really like your mouth's doing exercise yeah. you know what I mean so inevitably there's gonna be some noise I'm sorry just inevitably some but also it's just it's just their faces that's why you kiss in loud places so you block it out <laughs> <laughs> It's also just their faces in the shot. They're both mm. still um, sat on their horses and they just sort of lean in and go, yes, mum, mum, mum. when they lay down, like after they've rolled off the hill, it's yeah. more passionate. Well, yeah, yeah. but so when it's I think so of like... freaky for the narrator to say that. Yeah, when I think of like, you know, uh, a sweeping, amazing kiss that leaves all the other kisses like behind, yeah. you'd think it would be like more of a wide shot maybe of him like picking yes. her up by the waist and twirling yeah. her around and then them being sort of really happy together yeah. and then that culminates, you know, in a kiss because they can't help it because they're so happy. This is them awkwardly just... turning to each other and sucking each other's faces. <laughs> Again, I... I just it's so ridiculous and again I think it's just like the writers taking advantage of the fact that people go into their films these films with like their context of romance and their experience of romance yeah. and then, then implant that on the characters mm. so it's just like they don't really make an effort with the romantic stuff and it's like oh we'll tell you it was passionate like um okay this is my english major coming out because mm. i wrote like Great. a paragraph or two um <laughs> so basically all the romance that's shown in this movie this it's all based on the idea of love rather than like actually showing it yeah so okay i'm gonna read this is from jess's notebook <laughs> <laughs> okay, it relies more on the idea of love rather than showing it, and the story itself is a fantasy story. Um, I think in that way it's more accurate to the genre than it is good. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's just showing you, like, the bare minimum. Um, so you don't really get to see their chemistry, but it relies on what they do for each other rather than what you'd actually want to see from a rom-com. Because, like, oh. what you're saying, of like, you'd want to see the banter, and, like, you want to see yes. them, like maybe hate each other at first and then come to appreciate each other and then fall in love or whatever. Yeah, mm. But it just shows you, like, kind of what they would do for each other. So, like, I wrote a list of, like, what they gave up for each other. She was giving up her class mm-hmm. and her status and, like, comfort and safety mm-hmm. if she were to be with Wesley. Also her life, because she said she was going to commit suicide multiple times. Yeah. Which, why? <laughs> yeah. That's very extreme. Yeah. Yeah. Um, him as well, basically same stuff. Life, safety, or normal societal life, because he became a pirate to come back to her. Mm-hmm. Love was used as this like mystical force in this world mm-hmm. that could save and solve everything. Yeah, it's the um, reason why he comes back from, like, yeah, the dead Yeah, he literally twice. dies and yeah. is, like, pushed out of him, like, true love. Yeah. Whatever, you know? <laughs> like, he, it's literally what saves him. But, again, we're just told it's true love. We're told true love is the best force in the world. Like, we're yeah, never shown it, really. Um, and also, another big point. Mm-hmm. It was one moment in the film where they set up this love to be the most amazing thing ever, <laughs> which was when... Um, Buttercup realized that uh, the prince didn't send out the ships to talk to Wesley because she thought that he was back on his ship when he mm-hmm. was getting tortured. Yeah. So then the prince goes down, he gets angry. And this is just before he like turns up the power to 50 on that uh, machine thing. Yeah. I don't have the exact quote, but he says something like this to him where he says, like, Never in a century could a love like that last. Why? <laughs> Why could it not? Like, there's nothing... Other than the fact that, like, possibly she was of a slightly higher status than Wesley, 
Um, and like he's a pirate, so he's you know maybe even lower than he was before. Mm-hmm. They're both healthy young white people. Yeah. <laughs> What is stopping them, really? What is so, like, fantastic about this love? Because everyone tells them it's so fantastic. That's what I got from that line more so, like, not that it couldn't last because of societal stuff, but it just couldn't last because it was just so amazing and, and, like, not fit for this world. It seems like a dream kind of state of love. Yeah, Yeah. it was... Which um, I'm like, I don't understand. Which is what we've been told, but we don't really get shown it at all. Yeah, part of this world's fantasy element is that this is what true love is. Oh, my God. Oh, it's um, so true. Yeah. And I don't know if this, like, slightly fits into this thing, but, like, part of why we were, um, you know, is, is it a romance? Is it a comedy? Is uh-huh. it a fantasy? So I was saying before, when we watched it the first time, that it's not really any of those enough to be its own thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it wants to be an adventure thing in that they have, like, pirates and sword fighting, whatever. Yeah. But it's only a little bit. It wants to be a fantasy world with it's like, okay, it's in medieval times. There's, like, fantastic creatures, whatever. Mm-hmm. But is there really? There's only, like, one creature you see. Yeah. There's not really any fantasy elements. And as a mm, fantasy, like, story, think of any fantasy, like, story you've read or seen. Mm-hmm. This does not compare no. in any way. Mm. Not enough romance as we said it's comedic for sure I'll yeah. give it that yeah. but it does like you know it, any good comedy I would think relies on other aspects as well like it'll tie in something mm. else to it yeah so it's just like this Frankenstein kind of genre yeah that just like yeah. come together so that's where the hyphen comes in in rom-com because yeah. it's just like <laughs> How many genres can we fit into this one movie? Right. Yeah, when I think of fantasy, I think of something that feels kind of otherworldly. Yeah. And this does not build another world. No. So if if I had to describe this film with like two genres, I would say adventure comedy. That kind of makes the most sense. Yeah. And, and it's fantasy, adventure comedy set in medieval times. Literally the only like fantastical thing is him being brought back to life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those um, creatures of enormous size. Yeah. Is that what it is? I, <laughs> yeah, that's unusual like, size. I know that's like the funniest bit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they exist. What about the R-O-U-S's? <laughs> Rodents yeah. of unusual size? I don't think they exist. True. <laughs> that kills Boo. me. That's so funny. I wrote this down too. Okay, mm. so. This whole story is told to us from the grandpa telling his sick grandchild mm-hmm. this story. Yes. It's the 80s. We're still in heavy gender-normed mm. times. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to hear about romance. It's icky. Girls Ugh. are gross. Yeah. Uh, cooties. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so I think, again, part of the writers, I guess, or director, whoever, telling you that this romance is so great is that it's so fantastic that even this little boy who is just playing video games in his room and wants to hear about sword fighting and pirates and, like, blood and all that stuff is so swept up in this beautiful romance. Yeah. And like, oh, Wesley can't be dead. What's going to happen to them? Oh, I can hear about the kissing now, Grandpa. Yeah. I like them. Like, it, that's part of what makes it, like, even this little boy likes it. How could you not? Yeah. Like, mm. You know? That is sort of how it's all yeah. framed, is that, like, how could you not like this? Exactly. But we're not actually shown any reason to. Yeah, because <laughs> to also, side them. note, let's pretend for a moment, because technically the grandpa and the grandson, they don't even have names. If you see, like, mm-hmm. in the thing, mm-hmm. they're, they're, it's literally a grandchild and mm-hmm. grandpa. Yeah. Um, if they were not in this film at all, and it was just set in their time, the medieval mm-hmm. times or whatever, like, yeah. I don't think it would be, I don't think it would work somehow. Mm. You know yeah, what I mean? it, it feels like i guess to even humor the idea that it's a fantasy we needed the real 
quote unquote the real world to kind of be established then we need to go into another world to give that other worldly feel yeah it feels like bad world building because mm. you wouldn't need lazy. you wouldn't need that for harry potter you wouldn't need to be like no. oh here's a story of a wizard <laughs> boy <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, because that's why it's bad as you know what? That's what it is. That's why it's bad as a fantasy world. Because mm. for something like Harry Potter, let's say, that's a fantasy world. Yeah. It's set in our world for the most part, but it's like she doesn't have to tell you, hey, we're gonna step into another world. Like, yeah. Let's go. Like, yeah. No, you just fall into it so easily. And that's like all those I mean, I haven't like read or seen Lord of the Rings, but like mm. I'm assuming that's part of the appeal of that as well like yeah. why uh-huh. literally why all of new zealand is the way it is is because yeah. of the, new, the lord of the ring yeah. movies like that's not an exaggeration <laughs> at all oh that God. like that's they set up this world and they made it look appealing that you want to mm. be there mm-hmm. as this like is forced not upon so this yeah. generation upon generation of these characters we're like we've read this when i was sick you're gonna get it when you're sick and you're gonna fall in love with these characters <laughs> now it's time <laughs> That's all it is. Yeah, I didn't think about the fact that the frame narrative of the the granddad reading it to the grandson is literally the only reason why it's a fantasy, quote unquote. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's like, I'm going to read you a fantasy mm-hmm. to like help you feel better. Wow. Who wrote this? It's ridiculous. Do I, I don't know? know. William Goldman. He, has he done anything he, else? Yeah. That he, he wrote the book, which the film is oh, based on. Oh, is the book like also someone reading something? to them or is that like supposed to be a nod to that it's a book I've not read the book I'm gonna look it up what's it called Princess Bride (laughs) 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 and he wrote the screenplay for the book uh, for the film so it's the same person yeah does anyone have any additional notes for ridiculous yes I do Um, just to branch off about uh, like the the sort of confusing genre aspect Mm -hmm. I think if I had to pick one descriptor I would say it's a comedy but okay. yeah. for any good comedy, you need to have it rooted in drama or something for you to, like some sort of stakes for you to yes. root for or against. Yeah, agree. Because then the comic relief is more rewarding. Mm-hmm. And I feel like their relationship is not, it's not enough to root for in order to make the rest of it just yeah. a comedy. It, it feels I like agree. the thing that it's grounded in for its comedy is adventure. The comedy's yeah. not involved in the romance, which is which is why I said like the whole I would hyphenate it yeah. to be adventure you comedy. Know what? Yeah, they tried to do what's that one movie? <laughs> I was <laughs> serious because you got really quiet. <laughs> we can narrow that down. <laughs> um, the Holy Grail, Monty Python. Yeah, it did. Like I haven't seen Monty Python from it's, but from the clips I have seen, I was like, oh, but this even feels Monty very... Python, the Holy Grail, like the whole bit is like you know kind of poking fun at that it's satirical time. Yeah, yeah exactly mm-hmm. i feel like they could have i don't know I, I don't know if it would necessarily work in that way but uh. it feels like there was a level of self-awareness but not really enough to feel it, it didn't feel like completely clever it just felt like kind of charming and yeah. like it only felt like kind of charming as a kids or family film mm-hmm. like if it was just targeted at adults i wouldn't feel that way also p.s the um the book doesn't have like the frame of the granddad and the yeah grandson. i was just literally just the story yeah so I, I suppose it's implied that in the film the granddad is reading this book that the book. original yes. book to oh, the son oh interesting okay yeah because it follows it like uh, event for event i think pretty mm. much and the characters huh. are all the same so i mean i hope the book is better <laughs> <laughs> i want to read the book i still need to read the book 
Yeah, but surely if you read the book, you're just going to um, picture it in the grandpa's voice. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> oh, I have something else to add for Ridiculous. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's not too much of a new point, but love will save you from what you don't want to do in this world. Basically, like, she didn't want to marry... Uh, What's Pumper his face? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pump, pumper, what's his name? Pumper Dick. Pumper Dick. She didn't want to marry Pumper Dick. Pump a dick? Or pump pump a, yeah, pump a dick. Pump, 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 pump that dick. Yeah, pump that dick. Pumper Nickel. She didn't want to marry him. She didn't want to marry him, so she kept saying, like, oh, I'm not getting married today. Wesley's going to come save me. Yeah. Um, and then also, like, obviously, Wesley didn't necessarily want to die. Love yeah. saved him from that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how relevant this is still. I think we kind of made the point already. But in terms of, um, you know, framing their romance as something fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the bit where Wesley's, like, screaming in pain, and then Inigo is like, I hear him. <laughs> yeah. I, I can tell that he's in agony because that's the same sound I made when my father died. Yeah. Like, they're framing... Like, Inigo's such side a story... Yeah. yeah. First off, yeah, wild. Like, other people no. could be in pain in this world. Yeah. yeah. They're in medieval times. Someone's dying from the plague for sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, it could be literally anyone. You don't know everyone's struggled. Yeah. No. Um, so, Inigo's side story was so much better. Like, I knew, you said this earlier, that, like, mm. his story was so much more interesting and stuff. That, like... I to frame it. his revenge arc, I guess, and like comparing, you know, his whole thing was motivated by love as well. It's just yeah. a familial love yeah. that he mm-hmm. was, you know, avenging his father's death. Um, that he framed it in the same way. Like he clearly had such a strong bond with his father, and like that's why I, I think if if I see anything from Princess Bride in general, it's always like quoting him. Mm. That like he's the most I would say probably the most memorable character. If he was the protagonist, it would be so yeah. cool. Yeah, it'd be so much better. But mm. like he, um, for him to say like that's the same sound I made when my father died. Mm-hmm. Like you're framing it as like as a as a boy loves his father is how much the uh, Wesley loves Buttercup, which yeah. is just like. Yeah, no. it does not compute. It no. doesn't... Not even for Siri. No. <laughs> <laughs> <It would> not. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but even then, the scream that he's doing is because he's being tortured. It's yeah, a scream it's of pain. Even... <laughs> it's not even like a, oh, I won't get to marry yeah, Buttercup it's scream. it's not even a wail of like, <laughs> agony. It's literally just pain. Yeah. yeah. Which, I know, I love the guy that tortures him. He does this, like, <laughs> hacking moment. Like, he just stops and coughs. Oh, it's like, so it's fucking so horrible. So, that's literally what I do all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You stepped out of the room when Hannah was watching that scene, and as soon as that guy came on, Hannah was like, ugh. Like, she, she hated it. And I was like, well, flashing personalities. <laughs> <laughs> I love Mel Smith and like I think it's a good character but like the stuff he has around his mouth oh it's disgusting deal he's with it. disgusting he's so crusty I think his name on the, the um, credits is like the albino yeah it is like, yeah, he it is. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I just I, he also just makes this face at some point that just oh god I wish you could like insert pictures yeah. it's like it's just so fun. it's so funny did you have anything else no not for ridiculous <laughs> okay. I think I'm good on ridiculous everything yeah, else I would too. put in closing credits okay awesome the next segment is called the sweetest feeling where we discuss the sweetest moments of the film particularly if we can between the two main characters that is a difficult rule task. we uh, <laughs> hold difficult. loosely yeah especially Hannah look the slander <laughs> it's I know, but it's true, true. <laughs> it's true it's the recurring theme of this where she'll be like oh it's something else almost every week I find a way around it 
But if it's good enough, it'll always be about the two main characters. So is this good enough? That's the question. Um... <laughs> So I sort of have two. The first one, I'm going to skip over a little bit because I did already talk about it. It's uh, in the first sequence where he's still a farmhand uh-huh. and he like gives her something and looks at her for a really long time. Oh, it's when she reaches over with yes! the pot. I yeah. know exactly. Oh, that is a very intimate look. I did like that. that and, he, nice. and he gets really close to her and he just like the eye contact I did pause it you were you were a witness to me pausing it (laughs) that that was a moment it was yeah Yeah. Yeah. i respected it and then he says as you wish and i was just like (laughs) (laughs) farm boy fetch me that picture as you wish so i think that is my sweetest feeling between the two romantic leads very fair Mm -hmm. i think that's mine too i also really enjoy the moment where uh fesnick uh, finds Inigo drunk oh, and yeah. he's waiting yeah, <laughs> he's, waiting for the he's taking care of him <laughs> yeah. again they have such a nice relationship okay if that were made now DreamWorks would have made like seven sequels about just the pair of them and oh, then a Nickelodeon 100%. show yeah wow Absolutely. you're not wrong I know yeah oh. it's you you don't look so good you don't smell so good either I feel fine yeah for sure they had such a nice like little it was great yeah, yeah. it was yeah. totally cute I think if it was made now there would be a lot more queer baiting in their relationship yeah because I don't think we're at the point yet where they would have a queer relationship yeah. Ooh, I just think so it would true. be heavily hinted at between both them and then maybe Inigo and um uh, Wesley, I think as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really, I think, I think so. so. Uh, because I think like it would be like the tension in like the sword fight when they first mm. fight. Yeah, because oh. they got banter. Yeah, they could just turn they'd into fight with swords and they fight with swords. Ooh, that's disgusting. Yeah, good one. <laughs> <laughs> what? What did you do? Just like... <laughs> so gross. Clearly, someone doesn't know how game sex works. It's like the equivalent of people being like, "Oh, you scissor." As like... <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Christ. Fuck. Someone's clearly straight here. Um, <laughs> I also had two sweet moments. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, and I specifically wrote, I forced myself to make two because mine wasn't romantic at first as well. Oh, yeah. My, um, I'll say my romantic one first. Um, I almost put that one where he was reaching over and grabbing the oh, pot. So um, but then instead I picked the um, him pulling her out of the quicksand. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, it was like a very, very split second, but like, it was something very nice to see of like his face, like both their faces, like they were like breathing again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just. He looks a genuinely quick frame of happiness. worried and. Yeah, and it was nice. It was sweet. <laughs> Fred's face. It was sweet because he looked worried. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah because he was for her. Oh, wow. <laughs> Care that she was alive. This reminds me of just like a lot of memes on Twitter that you see where it's just like. Oh, oh like bare minimum. The bare minimum <laughs> standard. <laughs> the bar is yeah. on the floor. <laughs> Well, he breathes. Oh my god! Oh my god! He seemed concerned when I was dying, (laughs) gentlemen. Oh my god! So true. But then my ultimate sweetest moment is um, (laughs) when Inigo kills the six fingered man. Yeah, I love that scene so much. Where he's like getting up and he's saying, "Hello, my name is Inigo." Yeah, (laughs) like it gets more and more intense. And then he's like, "Ask me what I want. I want my father back. You son of a bitch." Uh Yeah. My name is Inigo Montoya. You kill my father. Prepare to die. I'm all fine. 
name is Diego Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Hello! My name is Diego Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Stop saying that! Offer me money. Yes. Offer me everything I ask for. Anything you want. I want my father back, you son of a bitch. Oh my so god, it's good. so, so satisfying. Good. And you know what's even worse is that all three of us are like, oh yeah, at that moment. But yeah. at the kiss. The <laughs> ultimate romantic ending to this thing. Like, oh, <laughs> disgusting. Because the, the fight is like a sweet feeling in the way that it's satisfying it's not sweet in the way that it's like endearing yeah. you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like oh my gosh because that's the story we are really actually invested in well exactly because that's that, the character yeah that fight in. is so the that culmination so great yeah like that, if that was wesley's fight yeah who cares? even if the dialogue was kind of similar we'd be like this is not endearing yeah yeah, yeah 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 but you the, tried to hit bug up yeah. <laughs> You have a thin massage. Yeah. There are so many reasons not to care about you, dude. But his fight with the six-fingered man is his culmination of, of his storyline. Yeah. And I was so invested in that. But it's also intercut with um, Wesley and Buttercup being reunited for, like, the final time. Yeah. And I was like, I don't care. I don't, yeah. Every time you want to get back to, back to them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. And I feel yeah. like you're, it's supposed to be the other way around. Yeah. Like, the way that they, they've filmed it and written it is that you're supposed to be rooting for them to get back together because that's sort of like you know the end of the plot essentially yeah but mm. i'm i'm like waiting to get yeah. back to <laughs> or if it had just been better written it could have been both like wow this is such a suspenseful climax yeah, there's so much yeah. going on i hope yeah. everyone's gonna be okay where it was mm-hmm. like peak low peak yeah low exactly throughout yeah. that whole scene so yeah my sweetest feeling between the two main characters was going to be the jug scene also. hell yeah um <laughs> So other than that, I would say separate to the kids' reaction to the story eventually was like pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. cute. Particularly the bit where he eventually was like, I don't really mind them kissing. Yeah. <laughs> but in hindsight, like now we've spoken about it in the podcast, it does kind of feel like, oh, that was just a tool to make kids kind of feel endeared because it's like, oh, someone like me who likes the film. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm a bit like... Oh, man, I was manipulated. So yeah. Also, if that had been a little girl instead of a little boy. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Maybe the granddad would kind of be like, what's wrong with you? Why don't you like the kissing? You mm. know? Yeah. Oh the reaction gosh, exactly. would be different. He wouldn't just be like, oh, fine. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. So, I yeah. will say, films exist to manipulate your emotions. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Fair point. <laughs> so when you're like, I was manipulated. It's like, yeah, you were watching the film and you were just... <laughs> I said that to be fair I was like I know that's the point yeah. I, don't, I don't want it to be you shouldn't so... feel ashamed of being drawn in by well, the story yeah, I want to be manipulated in like a just a more nuanced way I yeah suppose. I know yeah. what you mean like you make mean. an effort to manipulate yeah. don't just do it because I'm easily emotionally satisfied <laughs> and I'm a sensitive little bee like yeah kid went through more of a character arc than fucking Wesley oh yeah he did that's depressingly true yeah wow I I managed to get an insight there last minute wow (laughs) punch it through but the thing is is like their character arcs Wesley and Buttercup they happen off screen yes in the five year gap and then we don't get to see that manifest in any sort of way because we don't see any change or development in their relationship in the ways that they could love each other differently because they're different people we know that they've changed but we don't see any of it yeah show don't tell exactly which they don't do no they do a lot of telling yeah they do a lot of 
this is the greatest romance ever. Yeah. This is how much they've changed. Like, this is why okay, you should love this. You. It's like, okay, great, yeah. I yeah. will. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, <Yeah>. Siri. <laughs> God. Okay, the next segment is called What Happened Next? Mm. Where we discuss what happened next. <laughs> I like mine. Oh, I God. literally wrote down in all capitals, what happened next, colon, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> When she explained it, she was like, because it's a story. It is. And the book closed. Nothing. It's a story. (laughs) (laughs) Because the book closed. Well, this would be a sequel. No. (laughs) No, I don't want it. No, okay. This is what this is what I actually think happened. Uh Uh-huh. The grandpa came back and told the story again. And again and again (laughs) and again and again. And And that kid tells it to his grandkids, etc. Oh, that's the thing. Apparently it's a family tradition. Yeah. Disgusting. Second. Um In terms of the actual characters in the story, in the story, mm-hmm. um, I think that Inigo and Fezzik became pirates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because that was heavily implied. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think DreamWorks would have a field day with that. Yes. Mm. Um, Very. I uh, would enjoy it. It'd be like Jay and Silent Bob stuff, actually. They could have done that. Oh, my I got like goodness. a Road to El Dorado kind of yeah. vibe. Yeah. But with like... The, the small blonde guy being a giant instead. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I would love that. Oh my gosh, completely. And then I wrote, I don't care about the rest. Yeah. <laughs> I only that. care about Inigo's happiness. Yeah. 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 I'm slightly concerned because I'm sure that Wesley and Buttercup will get married mm-hmm. forever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but they aren't the same people that they were when they originally were going to get married. Yeah. And they were just, you know, a farm boy. And I don't even know what she, she owns what that, a farm, she? I yeah, guess. Like, so like yeah, maybe like a like middle class middle lady. Class, yeah. yeah. So if they got married then, that would have been fine because that's all they wanted. Yeah. But they have experienced more life now. Not that yeah. you really get any of that from her like emotionality, <laughs> but she must want something more will he also miss piracy or was piracy always just a means to an end to get back to her i'm not sure about that marriage on whether they're gonna want something more in about five years time exactly why if they had built it up as like them becoming new people together and falling in love with each other then yeah perfectly fine then i don't see what happens after but now it's like "Ah, he might hit her we don't know We really don't know. Yeah. Actually, we probably that's probably more likely mm. than anything else we could guess mm. for them. Yeah, I don't really have anything for what happened next because I, in my mind, I'm like, well, of course they're going to get married because of the time it's set in and of mm-hmm. course they'll probably be together forever but potentially unhappily. But if I had to take another guess, I would say, like, machines don't last forever and eventually she will... <laughs> Spontaneously combust, oh and I hope god. it's when they're fucking and something happens to the ah, Oh my god! <laughs> wow. That was just a guess. <laughs> so while stab in the dark. Incredible. Right. Absolutely incredible. Um, so if you think she has like a mechanical breakdown mid-sex, what do you suppose is going to happen to him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think he... Maybe it's like Westworld. They all just freeze. <laughs> Penis will get wrecked, he'll go back to piracy. Because, like, what else is there to do? I'll have to have a new pirate name. Mm. I feel like you could definitely have a pirate name based off of not having a dick. Or a broken dick. <laughs> robot say. dick. Bumper dick. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's full circle. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> We've made more story beats on this than Jesus they did. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. The, the, all I'm getting from this is that we need to write this movie. Yeah. The Bride Princess. <laughs> they can't sue us for this. No. <laughs> <laughs> so is that, is that cleared up for that? I think yeah, so. Awesome. Awesome. I just awesome. assume they, they might not entirely be happy and they might want different things. Not that, yeah. like, her robot vagina would snap his dick off. <laughs> I did say they probably 
probably won't be happy. I mean, <laughs> would anyone be happy with a robot <laughs> like nabbing their dick off? <laughs> I don't think out. That's <laughs> you don't know. Maybe it would give like a you good sensation I before she goes. I don't have a penis. I, who am I to say? <laughs> you say he's going to have the best orgasm of his life before he can never have one again. <laughs> he spontaneously combust. He'll boast about that. Oh, he absolutely Oh my God. Would. I fucked that's so what good. She spontaneously combusted. I can't deal with this anymore. He would though. He Especially would. if his penis was broken, he's gotta balance it out somehow. Yeah. He took a hit on his ego and he needs to make that more, a, a charm. more than just his ego. If he became a pirate again, do you think he'd have a peg penis instead <gasps> of a peg leg? <laughs> Maybe. It'd be like attaching a dildo to you. Yes. Oh my god, did Wesley invent the dildo? He's <laughs> <laughs> made quite a few jumps in his character. Oh so god. that's what happens next. Yeah. To sum it up. <laughs> Wesley gets a peg dildo? Yeah. yeah. Wesley starts pegging? Shabak, <laughs> shabak. Oh my god. Christ. He's gotta do something when she's gone. <laughs> Okay. I don't know why we haven't written it already. (laughs) It's writing itself. Here we have arrived at the closing (laughs) credits. God. (laughs) I don't know how we can top anything that just happens. Will we wrap up our overall impressions of the film? I have something Uh um, that didn't really fit in anywhere in terms of romance, but something I only would have noticed now as a slightly more aware human. Mm -hmm. Um, They use a lot of what I would think would be considered like ableist kind of views yes, for um, like f- using physical disfigurement mm. as like a punishment mm-hmm. and um, something that you get as a result of bad behavior. Mm, yeah. So like, oh, I wrote down all the ones I realized. So he uh, is tortured physically. Mm-hmm. There's no emotional no. trauma. <laughs> Sorry. No, we've just, just spoken about a wooden penis and we've laughed at that. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> we're horrible! <laughs> minutes wow. we're like ableism is bad wow <laughs> we are the problem oh my god <laughs> god you're gonna have to cut that out no okay <laughs> we weren't laughing at the wooden penis thing we were laughing at the idea that this story would happen in this in this time yeah. we yeah. Yeah. may create the dildo we're giving him props yeah, yeah. moving on jess <laughs> we've, learned, we've learned from our mistakes yeah yeah, yeah. you have to leave it in for character development yeah, for here's, ourselves here's your yeah. actual pca yes jess. okay <laughs> Um, oh, wow. Um, okay, yeah, so he gets physically tortured instead mm-hmm. of any other kind of torturing. You could, you could, he could have done something else. They mm. could have leveraged something else over him. Oh, the thing, the to the pain thing instead of to the death yeah. speaks for itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was just, I, and I remember thinking as a kid, too, of like, wow, that is so much worse than death, that he's, like, torturing. Like, I yeah. thought, I was like, oh, he's, like, torturing him yeah. instead of, but, and like, he's thinking gonna make about him... it now, I was like, mm, yeah, I don't know about that. That's yeah, not... Dude. And then also, they don't do it too much in this, thankfully, but the inconceivable guy, I forget his name, Vicini, something Vicini. like that? Vicini. Yeah, I don't know. Um, he, even um, Inigo kind of says a little bit of, like, they don't expect him to be smart, and, like, they don't yeah. expect him to yeah. be... Well, Vicini um, says, oh, well, you said think. You said the word think, yeah. and you're not supposed to think. Yeah, and, like, even Inigo at the end is like, you had a good idea or something Yeah, like yeah, that. you did and, something like, right for once. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, um... <laughs> He said, uh, Vicini says something along the lines of, um, uh, you were, like, jobless, friendless, like, you had nothing until I found you or something mm. like that. And, like, I mean, he's 
really fucking strong. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure he was doing something before you came along and, yeah. like, stole yeah. him for this. Yeah, just a side note. Just interesting to look at now. It's and again, something, like, I clearly don't know too much about because I just spent half an hour talking about <laughs> but I mean, you know, still learning. But something. No, I think interesting. It's very that fair. I, yeah. Even but. to an extent, like after um, Wesley died and then came back to life, mm. um, and his body was sort of like just floppier than it usually is. Yeah, Even to an extent, like the amount of jokes they're making about that, I'm like, but there are people who exist in that sort of body like full time. Mm, so yeah. it did feel kind of weird to to play on that as a as a comical thing. I was just like, oh, that that must be like not pleasant always especially yeah. if it's like suddenly happening to you yeah. like if you're suddenly put in that situation that surely isn't comedic yeah. Yeah. yeah also um the scars on indigo's face and then he did that to the six-fingered man because yeah. that was like how he it was like the mark he, that he left on him yeah mm-hmm. um and then did to him before he uh killed him mm. okay so what's this guy's name indigo Inigo. 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 Yeah. I-N-I-G-O. I-N-I-G-O. Okay. So, uh, like, I thought, thought it was this whole Indigo thing I've been like, what is it? What is it? Yeah. Firstly, at one point um, when it seems like Wesley's died uh, and the narrator's explaining that, the little boy says something like, Getting murdered by pirates isn't that bad. Oh, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> that's really funny. It's like a that's an acceptably like masculine way that's to a die. Cool way yeah. to die. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I just thought like, oh, that's funny. So I thought of a alternative story whereby Buttercup and Inigo fall in love, mm-hmm. um, and the way they fall in love is she finds out what the fuck the prince is trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and Inigo finds out that the six-fingered man works for him. So they both, like, seize the palace together and they both are like, Ooh, oh, I'll so help you cool. out if you help me. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just like, well, their enemies are in the very same place and they're very close. So it's mm. like, well, maybe you guys on the opposing side get just as close. Nice. If not closer. Nice. So cool. You know? I like that, that. would have been a yeah. fun story if they found out, like, oh, our enemies are in the same camp. And so they fought together. part of our new film? Yeah, yeah I think honestly. so. What do? Or if nothing else, fan fiction? Or <laughs> at first she's a robot and then she's brought to life the more she gets to life so Pinocchio and as soon as, as, soon as, oh she, as soon as they kill someone she gets life in her Jesus oh god <laughs> really evil Pinocchio <laughs> okay yeah I'm into it that's we can we'll, we'll, we'll work out the kinks I think it could work um, the only other like side note I have for Buttercup kind of why it's even more weird like how passive and monotone her character is is because like the language in this film the way it achieves comedy is because it's so colloquial in a time that you don't expect it to be yeah Yeah. which which, you know gives you that element of something unexpected Mm -hmm. how she is so just nothing just such a blank canvas Mm -hmm. when you can tell they had this ability to like they were very freely loosely using language they weren't Mm -hmm. laying the genre or the time period or whatever limit them. Yeah. So it was just like, oh, your own biases about how much women should be represented mm, and how yeah. broadly their representation should be, that mm. was the only thing that held you back. Yeah. And that's kind of more apparent when the film is so much in one other direction. Yeah. Okay? Agree. My only closing credits is that my relationships this film has been very complicated. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, same. Mine's drastically changed. <laughs> But it, I had such a weird history with it from the first time that I saw it when I was seven. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you had a half a history with <laughs> it. You had a history with your own first yeah. time too. Yeah. And then thinking that it wasn't real and then finding it again ten years later. It's like a fucking film within itself. It's so strange. <laughs> and then to watch it 
more and more as I get older and older and more aware of why it's problematic yeah and the implications of just like small jokes and small moments I overthink everything so I'm like oh right well so like when he raises his hand to her yes. I'm like okay well that could be a really big problem in the relationship <laughs> yeah. like down the road <laughs> yeah so I think I love how you're like I could read into every small thing and then you name a big but, thing well, yeah, I, know, I, know. I know it's like <laughs> just a tiny thing but when he like friends her with abuse I don't know maybe that could turn into something I don't want to be dramatic here but things that I wouldn't have thought about when I first saw it I still love it because like the nostalgia has a hold on me I do love the romantic aspect of it because Pisces but I do think about it more critically now when I watch yeah. it and yeah. like the implications oh, of, of, course, of certain things. And it still makes sense like that you're charmed by it now because mm. any moments that they work to make charming were so. Yeah. I just don't think they cared for the romance. I don't think they cared about their like representation of the, this woman in it who's gone through so, so much. Mm. You know, so they didn't write to that. She always struck me as odd mm. from the whole time that I've been watching it. Like, yeah. she's just so flat there's nothing to her and she spends the whole film being transported to different places on horses <laughs> by different men and she's captured by men um like and then she's taken t- to other places uh, it doesn't have she a has test no. like that you know <laughs> <laughs> i don't think there's another woman in the film except for um the white the witch <laughs> the witch oh my god that one killed me he's like oh. get back you witch <laughs> We have to give a special shout out to, I want to say it's Carol Kane. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, And and Billy Crystal in that Mm, scene because they are just great. great. And I think that was like the pinnacle example of using colloquial language in this very like fantastical world. Yeah. It says like MLT, like mutton, lettuce and tomato sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're heavily coded as like modern Jews, like in their sort of, um, like their accents and their language that they use and their mannerisms and stuff, it's heavily coded as Mm. them being Jewish and them also being doctors, like (laughs) with with quote marks around (laughs) that. It's stereotypical to an extent. Yeah. See, I didn't think of that. Yeah, I I don't know, but I could definitely see it. It's a great cameo. And some of the dialogue in it, like just the the pacing of it and the kind of way he particularly delivered lines. I was like, that, that's very yeah. funny yeah they spent a lot of time uh, the two actors together like on the the whole like backstory of their couple i'm pretty sure yeah like even though you don't see that on that's really they don't sweet. tell you that on screen i think mm. you can see it yeah. yeah yeah it feels like those people have a history together yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i would have bought it their chemistry was great yeah, yeah. <laughs> should we have let's just record again <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's all we got siri and uber Siri in an Uber meets Pinocchio meets... There was another thing in there. Porn. (laughs) (laughs) Is that not the other thing? No, I think that might have been it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Jess for joining us. Oh, thank you so much, Jess. Thanks for having me. Super cool notes about it. Great. It's been a good one. Um, Join us again in about a fortnight's time. Let's tell everyone our socials. Yes. <laughs> right. Uh, Hannah, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at HannahCathT. Instagram, no? Yeah, Hannah Catherine Thomas on Instagram. But that's pretty right. long. All right, fine. <laughs> We've got time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try and save me like a couple of seconds of editing. <laughs> oh, good fucking luck editing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is going to be pain on your ears. Yes. I'm, a I'm a I've been hearing it. <laughs> 
Um, Jess, where can we find you? Um, I'm at it's underscore Jessica, J-E-S-S-I-C-O, mm-hmm. on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Francesca Lou, spelled L-U, with an underscore at the end on Twitter and Instagram too. Thank okay. you very much for listening. Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> Be we'll- on the lookout for our new film, The Bride Princess. Oh, oh hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I Hitting think- Pornhub soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'll speak to you. And podcast. Uh-huh.